Welcome to Real Talk with Real Sisters. I'm Brooke. And I'm Emily. And this is a podcast where we have conversations about the real stuff. Everything from relationships, health, faith, and daily life. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Emily about her wedding and some tips that she has for you guys in the midst of planning one and her experience in hers. Yeah, so basically, I'm just going to talk about like how we picked the date, things you don't want to spend your money on, um, just random tips that I've learned from my wedding. The first one that I just wanted to talk about is how we picked the date, because if you don't know, John and I got married on Valentine's Day of this year, and everybody is always like, oh, like you planned it that way. Um, That's so very romantic of you. Are you going to have like a classic Valentine's theme. And honestly, that had nothing to do with how we planned the date of our wedding. It was really just because John has specific weeks off during the year since he's a teacher and I can take basically whenever off, but he wanted to take the honeymoon off of the week that he was on break, either the winter break or the spring break. So it was either February or April. And we were looking at venues and prices and things, and you actually get a discount in the winter if you book with this the specific venue that we went with. It was like $1,000 off the room if you booked in the winter because it is their slow season. Not everybody's getting married in the winter. So we decided to go with February, and the Friday before his break was February 14th and we knew we wanted to leave on the Saturday to get the most of the vacation. We didn't want to leave on Sunday. So we ended up having a Friday wedding on Valentine's Day and it wouldn't have worked out even if we did go with the April date because of COVID. So it really worked out in our favor to do it in February all around. We were shocked because it was a lot of people thought like, oh my gosh, they got engaged in, uh, what was it, September? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, it'll be a year at the end of September. Yeah, so they got engaged in September and then got married in February, which is like, what, four or five months? Is it six months? Um, It was about six months, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty quick time to plan a whole wedding. Usually right. people take like a we, year. Yeah, we did plan, we started planning in August, So it wasn't like we had just started planning after I got engaged, but we knew that we wanted to get married and that we knew that we wanted to get married within the next year. So, and I didn't want to wait till the summer. Yeah. So let's talk about some ideas or tips for people that are doing weddings quickly and need to stay on a budget or just things that you found helped you plan your wedding fast honestly the only thing that is tough if you're trying to plan a wedding in say six months is your vendors because I feel like they get booked out so far in advance like there's this one photographer that I follow on Instagram and she's completely booked for next year and she's starting to book 2022 which is crazy like I know with COVID and everything everybody's had to postpone their weddings to next year But it's still crazy that people plan that far ahead for Mm -hmm. a wedding. Um, So I feel like that's the only hard part about planning in six months is like a photographer or the venue. But 
as far as everything else, it was super easy and quick to plan a wedding. Everything kind of happens in the beginning and then you have this waiting part where you're just like waiting for everything to happen. Your bachelorette, your bridal shower, the bachelor party, all of that stuff. And then as soon as that's over, it's like go time. So Mm -hmm. as far as like budgeting, I would say just figure out what's important to you. And to me, that was the photographer and the venue for sure. And so after you figure out what's important to you, just work off of that. The perfect DJ was not important to me. I just needed somebody to play music. Decorating the church extravagantly was not important to me. I just wanted it to look nice and kind of complement the church already because it it is an older church and it has beauty to it. So decorating it wasn't really that important to me. And also spending a lot of money on my dress was also not important to me. I wanted it obviously to look pretty, but it just wasn't important for me to spend a large sum of money for it to be perfect. I knew I could find something that I liked that wasn't going to be over a thousand dollars. Yeah, you didn't have your heart set on like a certain person that made a certain dress and... Yeah, or like a certain style. For my wedding in general, I had no idea what I wanted it to be. People say that they dream of their wedding Mm -hmm. since they were a little girl or since they were really young, but I had never had any ideas of what I wanted my wedding to be like. I just knew that I would be able to pull it all together with whatever budget we had, whatever stage of life I was in, I'd be able to pull something really beautiful together. Yeah. And you did. It was, it was simple the way that you are simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, it was beautiful. And I think too, like simple is good. It yeah. doesn't need to be super crazy and the decorations don't need to be crazy. The bridesmaids don't need to have these like super expensive dresses. It can be really beautiful and simple too. Yeah. Which side note, our bridesmaid dresses were the kind of dresses that you can repurpose. Like you can use them for a different, um, event and it would still look beautiful and not like a bridesmaid dress, which I really liked. Mm, So, yeah. And I didn't want you guys to have to spend a lot of money on your dresses. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you can wear them for other events. Like it's not a super, fancy dress with like that I think it's chiffon chiffon yeah so it wasn't chiffon where it's like if you wore it to another event it would be awkward Mm -hmm. to like wear it yeah um so it it was still a good dress that you can wear at another formal event Mm -hmm. for sure other things I didn't want to spend my money on was guest favors and I know a lot of people say this but it's so true nobody really cares about the guest favors as long as you have a nice meal and a nice dessert I feel like they're not going to be sad if they don't get a little candle with your name on it. (laughs) Definitely not. Nope. Yeah. And of all the people that I watched on YouTube talking about their weddings, they said if they did have guest favors, they would pretty much always be left at the table by the end of the night. And not that people didn't want to take them home, but they either forgot about them or they just didn't want them. They didn't care about it. So I have heard, though, a fun thing to do instead of spending money on favors, you can get one of those photo booths so people can take pictures with their date or their family and take that home with them and still have that as like a memory. And I still have one that we did at our cousin's wedding a couple years Mm -hmm. ago. I still have that on 
my fridge. And I think it's just super cute to look at photos from the wedding. It is. Side note also, um, I worked a wedding, um, doing some like lettering for a wedding a couple years ago. And I got there and the favors were handmade marinara sauce for every guest. It was like an eight ounce little container. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, all the work that went into doing like a hundred of these, if not more, is just insane. So just don't even do it. Yeah, that's actually, I think that's a real thing because I went to a wedding where I was assisting my friend who was photographing the wedding and they had, I think the father owns a vineyard and so they had made wine for his daughter's favors. Oh my gosh. It was so crazy. I was like, can I have a bottle? (laughs) (laughs) They weren't huge. They were, they were like the size of a, a small, like olive oil container. Okay. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was so cute. I was like, oh, that's such a great idea. If I had the money, I would definitely do a bottle of wine, like handmade wine. Yeah. Just for the bridal party, you said? No, this is for the entire wedding. (laughs) Yeah. So they had like probably like the same thing, a hundred bottles of wine. Oh my gosh. But again, he owns a vineyard. So yeah. And this was like like a 20, maybe even $30,000 wedding. So. Okay. Got it. That's definitely one thing I wouldn't spend my money on if I am on a budget, which I was. And then also RSVPs, which I don't think everyone thinks about, but a lot of people are online and the only people I bought RSVPs for were my grandparents and then a couple people that I knew would not be online to RSVP. But the Knot is seriously the best app for that. You can just put in your Mm -hmm. meal selections and so they can pick out what meal they want and then they can put in if their guest is coming with them or if they're not. And it's just super easy to RSVP because you can literally do it from anywhere. And there were a couple people that I knew were going that had not RSVP'd, but I literally just texted them and they're like, oh yeah, we'll RSVP right now. So I don't know. I know it could be weird for some people, but... I think it was super easy for me just to have everything already online. And so they would tell you the numbers like, okay, these are how many people are coming. This is how many meals you need for this meal. This is how many meals you need for this meal. So I don't know. It was just super easy for me to have that online already counted up for me and not have to deal with the paper. And honestly, it probably saved me like $100. Yeah. And did you have to pay for any services by The Knot? No, The Knot is completely free. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely take advantage of that. Yeah. And then the last thing I would say that you don't need to spend money on is decorations and flowers. Like I said, keeping it really simple can be really beautiful Mm -hmm. in its own way. And I was lucky enough to have a really beautiful church already in yeah. a really beautiful venue with exposed brick and those hanging lights. So I didn't really have to do much other than centerpieces and I didn't spend that much money. Like we had our floral artists, whatever you call them. Florist. <laughs> the oh yeah, that's so funny. Floral artist. Florist. Florist. I know. Is that yep. did you know that? Yeah, I did. It's like the two words put together. I, I didn't Floral know artist, that, no. florist. 
Wow, that's so crazy. I think I just like came to a new light. <laughs> um, so we had our florist work with us with our budget, which was super amazing. I didn't expect to have someone who was like, okay, just give me your budget and tell me what you want and we'll work with what you have. Um, whereas I called Wegmans, which is our local grocery store. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting married on Valentine's day. Do you guys think you could put together like some packages for my wedding? And she was like, oh, you're getting married on Valentine's day. There's no way that we can do your wedding. I was like, that's rude. First off, like, yeah, you have a whole florist department. Like, don't you think you could accommodate me even though it is Valentine's day? I don't know. Yeah. So that's like the, the one thing that kind of turned me off, uh, to trying to do my own. Cause I was going to do my own flower arrangements and like just order a bunch of bulk flowers from Wegmans. But they basically told me I couldn't because mm-hmm. of the day that I was getting married. So we went to this local florist and I told her the types of flowers that I wanted, the types of leaves that I wanted in my bouquet. And she worked with my budget and she said, okay, you have, I think we had like 13 tables and she's like, okay, we can do table arrangements on half of them. So I was like, okay, I'll just do cute candles on the rest of them with like some eucalyptus, which I got the eucalyptus from Trader Joe's, which was so cheap. Mm. Yes, we love a Trader Joe's. Yes. So those those are the few things that I didn't spend my money on and that I would definitely recommend if you're trying to stay in a budget. So let's talk about your dress, Emily, and how you picked your dress. So my dress was super easy to pick out, and I thought it was going to be really hard. I went to a secondhand shop with my mom because she really wanted me to go to this secondhand shop for some reason. I don't know why, (laughs) but I thought I had actually found the dress there. It was strapless, really pretty. I was like, oh, this is so cheap. I think it was like $200. It's like, oh, this will be so pretty, but it didn't have a train. So it kind of looked more prommy instead of wedding. Mm. So I wasn't completely sold, but I was like, okay, can you hold it for me? And we'll come back if I really like it. So then after that, we met up with you guys and Taylor and we went to David's bridal and I tried on probably like six or seven dresses and kept going back to this one dress and decided to go with it. And it was much easier than I thought, but I knew when I tried it on that it was the dress and it had train and everything and it was just really pretty. It's crazy because most brides, they go to several places. So when I went to the bridal shop with you to pick out to find your dress, I assumed that it was going to be our first pit stop of many. Mm. And to just see you try on like, I think it was five, six dresses and you were like, yep, this one's the one okay, I'm buying it. And like to watch you walk to the register and you're like buying your dress all within about an hour. I was like, oh my gosh, this woman. Yeah. She, I just commend you because I feel like I'm not going to be that way, but. I don't know. Like, I think I kind of just wanted to have the dress and just order it because we were getting married so soon I just wanted to have it so that we could take it to the tailor and alter it the way that I needed it 
So I don't know. I just... It was more important to you to get that stress taken care of rather yeah. than like keep it going. And like I said, I didn't want to spend a lot of money on my dress. So going to a local boutique, I knew it was going to be more expensive. Right. So I don't know. I just kind of went with what we had and, and I don't know. I just felt really pretty in that dress. So you were, it was, it's one of those dresses where it has like little, um, see-through slits down the side. It was so beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty. I think, so I definitely lost some weight between getting engaged and getting married. So when I got it altered, I got it altered from when I was like a few pounds heavier, which I didn't think would make that much of a difference. But when I put it on the wedding day, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like barely fits me. (laughs) So it looked a little bit looser than I wanted it to, especially for pictures. And when I tried it on in the store, it was much more fitted Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was like the only thing where I was like, I wish it was just a little bit more snug to my body. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about that. You can't control things like that. Nope. You can't. All right. So the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about was your registry items and what were some things that you definitely felt like you needed? And then what are some tips for people creating a registry? Yeah. So registries are super hard, especially if you already have a place that you've been living like if you've been living with your parents and you're young and you're like oh like we're getting married fresh out of college so you basically have nothing and you need everything it's going to be super easy to add stuff to to the registry but for john and i we had been living on our own separately for many years so we kind of already had a lot of stuff and it was hard to pick what we needed and even what we wanted to upgrade. Um, But I guess I would just recommend to people to really put things on the registry that you need. Put a couple fun things on there, but people want to give you things that you need, things that you need in your house, things that you need in your daily life. So don't put a ton of stuff that's like fun, unless you really don't need anything. Because we received a few fun things, but they weren't anything high-priced. So, for example, things that we put on our registry that were fun and no one bought for us were bikes, a Sonos speaker, which we ended up buying two for ourselves because you get a discount after your wedding. So we used that discount on Amazon to buy the Sonos. We wanted a GoPro that we didn't get. That was more of like for the honeymoon. Um, But fun things that we did get was a camping tent which is kind of something that you need to if you do like going camping. I mean, upstate New York camp like yeah. every year. Um, spike ball, bocce ball, a cooler, and a wireless charger for our devices, which that wasn't very expensive. But we definitely got it, and I'm grateful that we did because it's so convenient. Something that you may not think that you need that you can put on your registry is a printer. We got that. That was super needed dishes, Pyrex or Tupperware. Recipe books are really a really great thing to add. Pots and pans are a great idea. We upgraded our pots and pans to all clad stainless steel and it was such a good idea. Or like a new vacuum. We didn't need a vacuum because we don't have a lot of rugs. 
and he already had one, but I feel like that would have been a great item to put on the registry was like one of those nice Dyson vacuums. Oh yeah. And kitchen items are always a big one for registries, but it's good. It's for a good reason. Like you're basically living in your kitchen all the time. Absolutely. And something that I wish that I had put on my registry sooner was a kitchen aid. And I thought about it in the beginning and I was like, I don't do a lot of baking. So I don't want to put it on there because it is a higher priced item. So I was like, I don't do a lot of baking. I don't want to put it on there. But I ended up adding it towards the end when people were starting to buy almost everything on the registry. I was like, oh, just in case somebody needs something to buy, like I would definitely take one. But nobody grabbed it. I think towards the end, people are just looking for little things that they can buy and maybe add to your gift. So it'll just be something that I purchase on Black Friday or when it goes on sale, something like that. Would you say that higher price items, you shouldn't shy away from adding higher price items to your list? Yeah. So that was something that Taylor, I think, told me when I was doing my registry. She was like, don't cheap out on stuff because people want to buy you nice things. And she said that she put like her dishes that she got were from Target. And she's like, I wish I had gotten nicer dishes. So I definitely took that into account and like put nice dish sets on there and nice pots and pans, Mm -hmm. things that were going to last a really long time. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely not shy away from putting the higher priced items on there because people do want to buy things that are going to last you for a really long time. Yeah. And it's okay if you don't get everything because like I said, most places will give you a discount after your wedding. And so we had three sets of our desired dishes on the registry, but only one was purchased. And so we used the discount after our wedding, waited till the set went on sale. It was like for some President's Day or something like that, some holiday. And so we were able to buy the other two sets for half the price with our discount. So it's basically like we bought one and then we got one free. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, Emily, give us some pro tips for things that you just learned from going through your wedding. Oh, I feel like I'm such an easygoing person <laughs> for for the most part. I'm I can be particular about some things, but for the most part I'm like, uh, oh, whatever. But I think the one thing that I learned that was the biggest thing for me was a planner, not a specific wedding planner where you you hired them working one-on-one with them. Like that's different, but a planner that you get from the venue because that was a part of our package was we got a planner. So a planner from the venue doesn't always get things right. And that doesn't mean that they didn't do their job right or that they're, they don't care. It just means that people aren't perfect. You can have all the details spelled out and things can still get miscommunicated. So even though I had specifically remember saying certain things to our planner, it still didn't happen the way that I wanted. So our tables were completely flipped. And we had people assigned to tables for 10 
that we're only supposed to be at a table for six, which means that somehow that got miscommunicated in our table seating because then a group of 10 people would have been assigned to a group of a table for six, which that wouldn't have fit all those people. And then all of our important family members were sitting in the back corners and not next to our head table. So thankfully we had my sister-in-law get John's family to sit at the table that was closest to us. But my grandparents and immediate family were sitting all the way in the back, which was just so sad to me, like walking in there after everyone's been enjoying cocktail hour and just seeing them all the way in the back. And I just remember after John and I's first dance, I was watching John and his mom do their dance. And I was talking to you and I was just like, something seems wrong. Like the tables don't seem like they're in the right place. Like where's grandma and grandpa. And so just noticing that during his first dance, I was just like, oh, it's not right. But I had to let that go. And I had to remember like, she's not perfect. She's just the planner that was assigned to us for our wedding and she's not going to get it completely right. The other thing that happened was I had a cute guest book that I had specifically made with all our engagement photos and I definitely communicated that to our planner that I wanted that to be our guest book and I even remember seeing her write it down but it ended up just being a book on display that wasn't next to like our cards So I would have loved for people to write in it, but it just got mixed up in communication. So now it's just like a nice photo album for John and I instead of a guest book. But things aren't always going to go your way. And on your wedding day, you have to learn to just go with it. Mm -hmm. It's the day of and there's not much you can do about it. So you just kind of have to roll with the cards that have been dealt to you. And wedding days go so much faster than you think. And you just have to enjoy it as much as you can. And I remember people saying like, they go so fast, like make sure you get time with just you and your husband. And honestly, I, we never stepped away and like had a moment, like everybody says that you do just because people are always coming up to talk to you and you invited them and you want to talk to them. And we didn't go around to each table and talk to people because I just didn't want to not waste my time, but I didn't, I didn't want to waste my time, like going around to each table and talking to people. So everybody ended up coming up to us and talking to us, which is fine. Um, but it just goes so much faster than you think. And we ended up leaving a little bit earlier than we had planned, but I was totally okay with that too. Cause I was tired. We were married and I couldn't have been happier to get on a plane the next morning to go on our honeymoon. So yeah, all in all, just Be as carefree as you can because things will go wrong. Mm -hmm. Even if they're small, they they could be small or big, things will go wrong Mm -hmm. and just be ready to go with the flow. Brooke, did you learn anything from being my maid of honor in my wedding? I definitely learned that my job is to just like fix all the little fires. At least I took it as that. So you came over to me one time um, during the wedding and you were like, can you fix this or something like that Um, with the tables or something? You said, go talk to them and like fix, fix this. And I like went and talked to dad, I think it was. And he was at a table that he wasn't supposed to be at. And he uh, said to you, or he said to me, 
oh, I'm like switching tables because this person wants to sit like with them. It was so random, but I'm just like the person that goes around and makes sure that everything is right and that you're calm. Yeah, I feel like just because I love weddings so much, I also wanted to just be in everything, like have my hand in everything too, which is, I don't know. But I just wanted to like make sure everything was right. And I also didn't realize that when you're at the altar, when the bride is at the altar and the maid of honor is next to her, you have to make sure that her dress is right and that you grab her her bouquet. But then also you have to make sure that you, she gets her bouquet back before she walks down the aisle. So I was like I was low key Brooke, out. I was I was low key like not even going to take that from you. I was oh. like I'm le- I'm leaving that with her. I wasn't going to oh. take it. <laughs> but then you were like, "No, take it." <laughs> yeah, I was like I think I tapped you or something after you initially like Yeah, you were like, "Emily, don't forget." People. Yeah, I know. I was so stressed about it. I was like, I have to make sure she gets her bouquet. I know. Uh, it's so funny because I was just going to, like, leave it with you. I was like, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because also my train was, like, kind of hard to maneuver. I almost tripped going onto the stage. Oh. Um. Yeah, like, going up the stairs. I, like, so I wasn't wearing heels. And so the hem literally went all the way to the ground. Maybe it mm-hmm. does if you wear heels, too. But I just stepped on the front of my dress as I was going up and I I don't know I wanted to have an extra hand that wasn't holding a bouquet because I was holding John's hand coming on the way down Mm -hmm. so I just wanted that extra hand but you didn't let me (laughs) (laughs) I was too stressed with being right about everything yeah yeah which is fine it was probably better for pictures anyways yeah could be but yeah I just um I've really enjoyed being maid of honor, to be honest. Um, it is definitely a huge responsibility because you are planning a lot of things. You're the like middleman for a couple things, and um, but I really enjoyed it, and I think that also speaks to like my personality and also what I want to do, which is like plan weddings or mm. plan events or something. Yeah, I just had this like little desire to do that for mm-hmm. a long time. So, but. Anything else to add to my wedding day, Brooke? <laughs> Nothing from me. Anything, any passing thoughts? I would just say when you're picking your maid of honor or your best man, make sure that they can give a good speech. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like both of ours delivered. Oh my gosh. That was fun too. Although it was a little stressful, I was, um, I even remember going to my brother in law and being like, because he boasts, he boasts about his one best man speech that was like the best in the whole world. And he made everyone laugh. Everyone came up to him afterwards and was like, that was the best speech ever. Oh my gosh. And I went to him and was like, okay, I need to make a speech that is not boring. And I don't want it to be super emotional because I literally will cry. I will weep in front of these people. <laughs> I was like, I don't want it to be sad because I, I, that, I feel like that was to me embarrassing. Like I don't want to cry too much. Yeah. So, um, I was like, I want this to be funny. 
And then I remember telling you that on the day of or something. You're like, is it funny or is it sad? And I was like, it's funny. And you said, no, I don't want it to be funny. <laughs> I think I said I wanted it to be both. Yeah. You did great, Brooke. I love, oh. I love funny ones too. It was great. All right. That was it for today's podcast about Emily's beautiful wedding. We will see you guys next week on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and getting a little glimpse into my day. It was so fun reliving that whole wedding. Love sharing this experience. If you have any questions about planning a wedding, just hit me up at Emily Beausoleil or at Real Talk Real Sisters. We'll see you next week on the podcast.